Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blackness Furnace with me, Roberts. With me, Pete. My lad, Mo. There you are. Full furnace once again. Full furnace hey. in full effect. Hey. Welcome back, Peter. Yes, sir. Hey, you know, actually, I was, I was thinking... Um, yes, let's do this. So I was thinking that when someone isn't here, it might be nice to hear... Their thoughts about what they thought about the last episode. Let's not, do that. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> you not well thought that. ahead. Well thought ahead. Because this this is a chat card for me right now. Yeah, you not can do that, but don't put me. Oh, in I know. <laughs> I know. I know that when I'm not here, you Robert will be the first person. Oh, so what did you think of last week's episode? Of course. <laughs> of course. So, Peter, yeah, thoughts on the last episode. So, oh, okay, before you start, Peter, Moses, all that means is you just don't miss any episodes, so you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you make that sound so straightforward. It's as straightforward as as, as it has to be. Mm. So, yeah, it was a, uh, it was wild, wasn't it? It was just wild. <laughs> I'll just go there. It effects. was wild. I did not see it going there. Um, I think I sent a voice a voice note to the chat. You <laughs> <laughs> <He> were like, <laughs> you know, I think more asked about spitting in someone's mouth during intercourse, and you like, <laughs> in the heat of the moment, you might just be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that coming. Um, I did drop my phone or start laughing just. <laughs> literally laughing out loud um, but no it was a good it was a good conversation i think one thing that i definitely agree or not agreed with but that resonated with me was when you were asking if your concern for derek Chauvin's sort of salvation would still be the same if he wasn't um going to be or if he wasn't at least um charged with with murder um and yeah, I think that that really stuck with me because I think if if not for that charge, if not for that, then everything else, or at least for me, being honest, everything else of a of a of a shadows almost that 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 need for him to to be saved in and of himself. It's like, well, you did you get you got away with it, you know. And then I'm not even looking at you like a human being. I'm looking at you like a monster. Um, so yeah, no, it was a good conversation. It was a good conversation. I think. Um, yeah, uh, largely probably a bit apathetic. I I am a bit apathetic towards it, um, which isn't good. Um, but it did get me thinking. So yeah, that was, that was a good one. Quick, quick question: If he did get off, mm-hmm. could we say that is a product a product of God's grace, or is that just the devil at work? If he did Racism. get off, like even having been um, ch- been uh, claimed to be guilty, I mean, been charged with being guilty. Oh no! So okay, let's say he, he didn't get charged being guilty. Let's say they found mm. 
Uh, I don't know if I'd say it's grace. I'd say it's probably the same thing David was complaining about when he said the wicked people succeed in their ventures and get away with being wicked. Um, They say God is not watching us and can't see what we're doing. I think it'll be that same sort of thing where for now, yeah, you get away with it. So cool, carry on. But we'll see you in hell. Oh, I won't see him in hell because I won't be there. Well, I'll see him from heaven. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if, like, we're actually going to be able to, like, almost like um, Lazarus and the rich man that's what I'm thinking like, of, yeah. Just, just looking down. I don't think but, we'd be concerned. I think we, we'd yeah. be too enthralled by God and everything else. Yeah. You know? Unfortunate you guys are outside wearing their party. Anyway. Yeah. Party time, party time. <laughs> cool. All right. Sorry, not sorry. Losing mm-hmm. seat this week. Happily. I'll take, take it. Happily. You guys all did one for one yesterday, last week, so I'm happy to go. Okay. Uh, Do you want to go first? Yeah. Uh, Cool. So my question is a bit more of a personal question for you, Peter. Um, (laughs) Is is this uh, this vengeance? No, 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 no. Okay. Easy question. What is the, what is or was the hardest thing you had to unlearn um, during your walk as a Christian? Uh, it's just not. It's not as easy because, well, fortunately, unfortunately, I've never not been a Christian. If that makes sense, in in the sense of, I grew up in a Christian home, like legit, like that whole you know cheesy story of born into the church sort of thing. Oh no, no. So 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 I'm, I'm talking more of like along the journey. Mm. So like you know how sometimes you can we can get like funny doctrine. Got you. Stuff. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. So okay, so like, what's okay. what's the hardest thing? that you may have thought was good good practice for a Christian that was mm. hard to unlearn. Oh, got you, got you. Uh, well, I guess I'm still still sort of trying to learn it is, um, just trying to unlearn is being okay with not having the qualifications, the, the certifiable qualifications, if that makes sense. Like, I grew up in churches where it was a big thing for the right reverend pastor, doc, deacon, you know, all, all the titles, um, mm. you know, and, and that was sort of held in high esteem. And so for the longest, you know, I've been intentionally or unintentionally sort of looking for the right qualification and, and looking to, or feeling like I'm not able to do things because I don't have the qualification and the, I, I shouldn't be preaching mm. on a Sunday because I'm not a, you know, seminary trained theologian or whatever. Um, so that's that's still ongoing. I'm still trying to. I'm still battling that. And every time you know I'm asked to preach, it's like I'm almost like, mm, are you sure? But then you know, by God's grace, that get past that. But yeah, that's probably something I'm still trying to unlearn. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Thank oh, you very much. Yeah. Um, which I think follows on that. Actually, no, Pete and Robert. How about yourself? Mm. Um. I've, again, I've, I think this is an ongoing thing. Um, that there's nothing I can do to earn God's grace. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I've, yeah. Um. I feel like because I'm so like logic driven. <laughs> 
it's 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 hard to reconcile sometimes with I can like even though I, I may not be the best Christian, that doesn't affect the way God sees me. Uh. More or less, you know, you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's good. And for yourself, Moses, since we're going all around? I think mine is um, God doesn't need my help. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to help God to take me wherever he wants to take me. Um, like, obedience is better than sacrifice or more sort of thing. Um, I've been I've been around the circles that I've been like, what's your purpose? Find out your purpose to start like working towards it. And there's some wisdom in that. But sometimes it's very much like, what does God want you to do now? Do everything in your power to make sure that you're prepared and ready for that. Um, without recognizing that, like God took Moses after he didn't know that he was training in the wilderness for 40 years, shepherd and sheep, all the lentils there, and then took him back um, to Egypt to take them out. And I, I heard um, one of my teachers expounding it in a way that was very interesting. I was like, in Moses, having spent 40 years in the, in the wilderness, like he had learned the desert, he had learned where to find water, he had learned how to navigate and blah, blah, blah. And he had, he had been leading sheep. And so like there had been 40 years of learning how to navigate this. And then like he didn't know that this was preparation for leading the Israelites around the very same wilderness. Mm. And then God took him back. So it wasn't a case of God was like, this is what you're going to be doing. So Moses, oh, I know. I'm going to go into the wilderness and leave some sheep for 40 years. Um, and that's almost a lesson with me. It's like, I don't need to try help God out by putting myself in the best position. Like God, God is able to do that. Um, all I need to do is to be obedient um, to wherever I, believe, I feel him leading me. Um, so yeah, for me, that's, that's one of the ongoing lessons. Um, yeah. Um, my question for Peter is if you could summarize the entire Bible, how would you present that summation? To to what effect? As in, am so I, like am I... It's, it's the, the Bible's message? Yeah, the message. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love God. Love people. Okay, I don't so think you'd the, go there, but yeah. Well, the 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 summation of the laws, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, okay. The but I think I think the Bible is um it's a presentation of who God is and mm. um how we are to relate to Him and it goes into the benefits of all of that and and why we should and and everything. But at the end of the day, it's that it's who God is and what how we should relate to Him, and I think. Yeah. Those two, those those two things um, are summed up in learning to love, not learning to, but understanding that we need to love God and and being empowered to do that, um, and then love people. And so that's sort of how I'd uh, I'd sum it up. I think. Nice. So basically, you would sum up the Bible. Um based on God's requirement on us but based on based on Christ yeah yeah based on Christ's summation of 
the law because I think everything that the Bible presents is summed up in those two things. If I love God with everything that I am, as Christ said, you know, mind, heart, everything, then I'm not going to upset him. I'm going to look for the purpose that he's given me. I'm going to dedicate my life to the calling that he's called me for because that is the best use of my life and that will give him glory. At the same time, if I do that, then I know everyone else is his creation. Everyone else is um, equally important to him as well and love everyone else. And, you know, I think those two things will present the most Christ-like version of, of myself. And thus... Question. Yeah. Mm. What, would that work in, like, today's society where the word love has been so diluted? Mm. I guess it would probably take a little bit more elaboration um, on what I mean by love uh, and and what love truly is. Um, yeah, because you're you're right. Love love has been presented, you know, by virtue of like movies and stuff as being this butterflies in the stomach and everything's all good all the time. But love, as demonstrated by Christ, is sacrifice and it is selflessness. And, and you know, so it'll probably take a little bit more um, elaboration on what I mean by love. Mm-hmm. But I think it still comes down to that. It's still, for me, the entirety of the Bible comes down to learning to, not learning to, I, I can't find the right word for it, but loving God with everything that I am and understanding that it's God that empowers me to do that. Mm-hmm. And out of that loving everyone else or human beings or humanity um yeah cool sweet um and i i like that um because i I think a good summation should be one that invites more questions Mm. um and so we even as like just been evidenced here it did invite more questions than that like what sort of love blah 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 um yeah a summation shouldn't do away with the thing that it's, it's summarizing, mm. uh, but rather should almost like whet your appetites to be to want to get into it more. Um, out of curiosity, Robert, what would yours be? Um, I think based on. Yeah, I think I based mine on John three sixteen, like God loved you enough to die for you. Okay. Okay. Um, well, how about you? Um, I think mine would be along the lines of um, the brokenness of humanity, um, who God is, and how He has gone about um re-establishing both our brokenness and our relationship with him cool all right let's get into the topic for today so um peter wasn't here last week because he was doing he was at a wedding i won't say whose wedding but he was at a wedding I was at my little sister's wedding, who is now no longer just Mrs. Finn. She's now Mrs. Finn. We have it. Shout out to Sarah. She double barreled it. Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So Peter was at his kid sister's wedding. And yeah, yeah it was nice. It looked nice. Yeah. It looked, it yeah. Nice. And I just happened to be, 
I, I just happened to, to like stumble on, on YouTube and I found like the whole live stream um, traditional. Mm. Oh, it was right. like, yeah, it was, it was like three hours long. <laughs> and yeah. it's <was> just there. Uh... <laughs> I, I'm wondering if, if the listeners are going to start looking up for it now. And I know that Peter's just dropped the whole name. <laughs> yeah, they can go and look at it. They can go and watch it. Why not? Yeah, so your, sister just gonna, your sister's just going to go to the channel whatever, and just see the views are just stacked up. It's it's on the church. It's on the church YouTube, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the church can get some views. Why not? Stay on Sunday what, for church what, service. Church oh, she still goes to Pentecost. She still goes okay. to church Pentecost. Yeah. But yeah, so I was just like like browsing through like like different spots and, and seeing the different things that people were doing. Mm. And then I was just thinking about, you know, so obviously your sister's Ghanaian and I think her husband's Ghanaian too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like go, we're going through all these traditions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then and I was just thinking like you went through all of that mm-hmm. uh, when you get married. I think I'm I think I'm gonna have to go through all of that. Mm. And like we do it, but we don't do it because we want to do it. We do it because it's tradition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it just got me thinking about the whole thing of tradition and if tradition is dying, should tradition mm. die? And like as Christians, should we be concerned on ourselves with like traditions from where we come from mm, mm, mm. so i think if, if i if i may sort of start off start us off i think there's there's value in some not not, not all but there's value in some traditions there's mm. value in at least the circumstances that brought about those yeah. traditions among certain communities um talking specifically about the Ghanaian traditional wedding um there's there's an element of it where the uh bride family presents a list to the groom's family and they have to go and buy a bunch of stuff um and come and present it now all of that nowadays can become you know more about showing off and, and, and riches but the idea behind it was this is how you start this is how you guys are starting life together and so you have demonstrated to both families and to the community that you are at least capable of starting you know with you know the 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 drinks and the and the um garments and the suitcases and i mean back in the day it probably was goats and chickens and stuff like that you know but you 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 demonstrated that we're able to start you know and and i think that there's value in some of those traditions and I, i don't think they should be thrown away um what i do think is that they they should be informed by our christianity not necessarily completely removed because I don't think Christ came to completely remove the identity or the um, the traditional identity of his people, but rather he came to redeem it. Would that be a right word? Redeem it in, in the sense of, you know, all of these traditions and all of these things that make your communities unique now can be... Um, 
almost sanctified, I guess would be the right word, sanctified by the presence now of Christ. And so in our traditional, you know, um, they didn't buy any of the um, alcoholic drinks. There, there used to be a lot of schnapps is, a, is the one that you normally buy. They didn't buy any of that. They presented money instead. And in addition to all the other things that is requested now, there's also a request for a Bible and for um, an engagement ring or a wedding ring. Um, and so there's elements of Christ that's now been folded into um, into this that I think sanctifies it and, and brings it up to God's understanding or God's definition of marriage, um, but also retains that uniqueness that God built or God gave us, you know, as, mm-hmm. as a Ghanaian community and, and doesn't throw that away. So, yeah, I don't think it should be thrown away. I think it should be sanctified by Christ. Mm. <clears throat> and I, I, would, I would agree. Um, I think... All right, Moses, just, just just before you go, yeah, you didn't you didn't do it. You, you didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> cool. did it. Oh, nope. Okay, no, so do you, want to, do you want to unpack why? Well, it wasn't required, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it wasn't. Oh, Mo, no, be normally, mindful. I think you're covering your mic sometimes. Okay. Uh, I think, um, from what I understand, the it's it's almost always been the female side that's requested the traditional. Yeah, yeah. So no, the Sarah, in accordance to the female side, at least for yeah. Ghanaians, yeah. So I'm not the female in this in this marriage. <laughs> so I'm not gonna request the traditional. <laughs> <laughs> you worry me sometimes. Um so yeah, it, it was just the white white red the wedding. Um didn't even have like an engagement party or anything like that. Um, yeah. So I I am very, I have a very loose attachment to my culture, um, African culture. Um, and that's just simply by virtue of having grown up here and um, didn't be always like, didn't really take it seriously even when I, when I wasn't going up. I kind of saw it as all what the grown-ups were doing. And I think before I got to the point where its relevance was almost impressed on me, I came here and I I tried to start figuring out how to survive in London. Um, So that was kind of missed. And I think even when when I came here, it wasn't, it was way before the days of like Afrobeats and stuff where it wasn't so cool to say you're, you're from Africa. Um, so there was, there was that element of like, not trying to be ridiculed in school as well. So like letting go of that, of that heritage. Um, but in agreement with what Peter has said, um, I don't, I don't, so the, the term that I tend to hear thrown around a lot is kingdom culture. And I don't, I don't necessarily believe that there is such a thing as kingdom culture. Um, but why, how I would phrase it is hallmarks of the Holy Spirit at work within a place. And obviously it's not, it's not as fancy as kingdom culture, um, but just hallmarks of the spirit. And so you can go to one church and they will be like dancing and waving flags and stuff like that and go to another church and them not just be sitting there like silently 
doing reflective prayer, but the hallmarks of the spirit is is almost like the fruits of the spirits, love, faithfulness, wisdom, or like them stuff there. Um, whereas like, are these not actually like displaying the fruits of the spirit within their culture? And is it genuinely being displayed? And so I, I, in agreement with what uh, Peter has already said, I believe that as the Holy Spirit like comes and dwells into you, he doesn't necessarily empty you out of your experiences and your culture. He almost works through it into your context. And so even as you start to do these things, the Holy Spirit will be working through it to display himself. Um through these things so yeah i don't i don't believe that we should do away with them or anything like that um we should kind of surrender these to the spirit and allow the spirit to kind of grant us the wisdom to maneuver through them do you think there's a difference between tradition and culture like like like, like i know they're intertwined but is there mm. a way to separate them because like i i feel like culture is almost like the bedrock and the mm. tra- traditions are everything that springs up yeah Kinda like 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 with, with the israelites they had the culture of being god's chosen people um but then you know they they, they found all the commandments too hard so they just start, started adding their own traditions and stuff and said okay we'll just <laughs> we'll do this and by doing this we'll be holy even though that wasn't that wasn't god's um God's, God's what? Expectation of them, shall we say? Yeah, I, I like that. I, I I immediately thought, oh, culture is like a state of being, and traditions a state of doing. So culture is what you guys are, mm. what you guys eat, what you guys listen to. The tradition is how you eat and and how you dance to what you listen to and stuff like that. But, yeah, semantics. Yeah. I've 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 heard it um, described as culture being, um, culture specifically described as a set of norms agreed upon by a group of people. Um, so if like we're like we're just gonna come here at eight thirty, whatever whatever day, then and we we're, we're all punctual, then the culture of the furnace is meeting at half eight. Um, or however, like culture also being like openness and vulnerability and blah blah blah. Mm. Um, but yeah, that I, I do like that distinction, and I do think traditions are more so actions and activities. Um, and I know there are like church traditions, um, which are very much around activities and like liturgy and stuff like that, and things that have been handed down to do, mm-hmm. um, which are then almost incorporated into whatever culture you're trying to build within that church yeah somehow yeah the the other thing i i would personally say with regards to um the whole traditional marriage thing was a big part of it was also just honoring my parents and the fact that this is you know for them it's probably much bigger for them than it is for me because like more you know the majority of my life wasn't necessarily in Ghana I spent 10 years there and then you know on either side of that I was in the UK so my personal sort of culture and tradition is a a, a mixture of those two and, and the traditional wedding is not like a big part of that but for them 
it was a big thing to the extent where I think someone even said, yeah, the traditional marriage is for the family. It's not even for the two people. And if you look at the, the, the this by virtue of how long the groom and the bride are actually present at the traditional wedding, you can make the argument that, yeah, it's not even for them. It's for the family and for them to do all their shenanigans. So a big part of it was honoring the parents, which I think is also a biblical thing to do. So, so do you think that two questions so are you planning so so with your kids are you planning to make them go through the traditional thing if their grandparents are around yeah <laughs> yeah and, and, and like I, I, I was thinking that exact same thing so does that mean that by the time that their kids have kids all that traditional stuff will be gone yeah you see i mean when you say it like that I, and again i i don't really know once we get there we will see because it's one of those things where you end up more 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 often than not we end up almost becoming our parents in certain ways and, and i've seen it now with certain things i say and certain things i do it's like, oh that's what my dad did and i need to not do that or something um or or that's what my dad did and i need to make sure that i carry that on um so yeah yeah i i uh, there will definitely be elements of it present because uh, it's it's not necessarily a tradition that I think is should be thrown away. There will be elements of it that are also thrown away. Don't get me wrong, but there definitely <laughs> will be elements of it that are present. I In think. the bin. Yeah. Which parts are you planning to throw away? You're trying to start the, it right. Yeah. So no, 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 no. The emphasis on like uh, the 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 dowry and like the money aspect of things and all of that the 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 um the longness of it some of some of those things are, are, i don't care about i don't think are necessary um but like like i say at the beginning the idea that you know you guys are starting and one thing that i even wanted to do at my sister's wedding was um not just have the guy brings stuff if i really if we really believe that it takes a community to to sort of you know to to play on the idea of it takes a village to raise a child, we should all be bringing stuff, and so that that's definitely going to be something that I'd want to do. Is no, it's not just the guy that's bringing stuff for the woman. We're bringing stuff as well. We're bringing stuff, and we're saying we are all as a family supporting mm. you, um, investing into this marriage. Go and start. Yeah, this is how you start. We've brought so stuff, almost like wedding gifts. Stuff. Yeah, but but on a on a traditional level, because they'll also be there church wedding i'm sure because for me that was the most important like we weren't we weren't doing anything until we we'd done the church wedding and we had already done the traditional we'd already done the legal but for me it's until it's before god it doesn't really matter so yeah which then asks the question um what what if we if we believe that god is present omnipresent and we believe that god is like here with us um what difference or what 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 makes doing it in the church building different from the traditional within the house so it's not necessarily in the in the building it's the traditional the traditional is founded on the traditional values if that makes sense the bible was brought in and, and and even even saying that, I think it's is valid enough. You know, it's valid enough on its own. And I guess it's down to interpretation. But 
for me, the traditional, as, as I said, was more in honor of my parents and in honor of the family. Mm. It was sanctified by the fact that, you know, there was a there was a Bible and, and there's no alcoholic drinks or, or whatever, which again is, you know, up for debate. But in, in our culture, at least, you know, they, they were like, yeah, we're not going to buy these drinks also because they're poured for their ancestors and stuff like that traditionally. So, you know, there's none of that. Um, but because the the you know the, the original intent behind the traditional the original intent behind the legal is to satisfy the almost the requirements of the community and the requirements mm-hmm. of the law and mm-hmm. i don't value those requirements the, the requirements that i value are before god so whether it was in the church or on a beach or wherever until we do the ceremony that it, the guy says you know by you know um whatever the the holy matrimony what god puts together all of that until it's yeah. before god with a with a ceremony that's intent on honoring god or based on mm-hmm. god's requirements it's not valid in my eyes okay mm-hmm. that makes sense that's that's what, yeah. yeah and i think my question wasn't because i i do i do want to like further press into it but mm-hmm. i think it, <clears throat> it might be helpful just to just be like this is not a criticism on your part or anything it's just more yeah, no, so no. it's just more so like yeah teasing out an idea um because yeah. you had a pastor present at your traditional right mm-hmm. yeah. and he prayed over that he prayed over the marriage yeah um, so could that have arguably been um before god no it was before god yeah no absolutely and and for it to be sanctified you know is the word i'm using but with the presence of the bible and and you know mm. altering some of the things that traditionally would have been done all of those things were done in honor of god or sanctified by god but for me i know that that was in honor of my parents for mm. others okay. and, and i think that's why it's down to interpretation for other mm. people that could be the ceremony and and you could have the pastor present and it could be done in the presence of god and it's just that we are changing the format because of our traditional background if that mm. makes sense but it is a wedding as the bible dictates a wedding to be that's absolutely fine as well that that's it just for me because i knew we were going to have the church wedding and that was the one that we were doing based on the bible yeah. everything else was based on law of the land or law of the community that's why for me it was the church wedding that was you know for lack of a better word church wedding that was the the the, the nights after which things started to go down hey. oh yeah bedroom oh, bully Let's get it on. Because <laughs> um, really, yeah, because yeah, it, it's because I have been thinking through this as well, and um, I believe I haven't done any research, so this this could be like total nonsense. But I believe like the white wedding as we have it now is a very very recent introduction in terms oh, yeah. of formalizing yeah. um, how marriages are kind of performed, mm. but also looking through the Bible. Where literally, my man would just take the girl into the room, do the thing. Oh yeah, we're married. Um, well, they still had, they still had it, a lot there, of there, process. There was a, like yeah, you look at, there was a yeah, communal, Joseph and Mary. Yeah. Yes, and even yeah. Um, Rachel and uh, yeah, yeah, Jacob. Is it Jacob? Jacob. Joseph yeah. and Jacob, Leah. Jacob. Yeah, 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 Jacob yeah. and Leah. Um, yeah. Where there was a celebration, the family acknowledged it, and mm-hmm. then they kind of went off. But and. and so there's been some sort of communal acknowledgement mm. 
um, that this person is now given to this person. These people are now together. Um, mm. And even in, with like, I believe the Jewish tradition almost being like the man who like build a house, will go propose, come back and build a house and then go and yeah. get her and everything. Um, yeah. So there was some sort of formality and a public yeah. declaration of it. Um, but but it, so it, again, all of those, sorry, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but all of those things were based on the cultures. And so they yes. differ because of cultures. Yes. But the original statement in the garden, man shall leave his home and woman shall leave her home and they shall become mm-hmm. one, is the one that I think is the institute, is, is the institution that God put in place. And, and that mm. should be honored ultimately. So, yeah, however you choose to do that. It, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always um, struck by, is it Jacob and Rebecca? Abraham's son. Isaac, Isaac and Rebecca. Isaac yeah. and Rebecca. Yeah. Where literally, Rebecca just comes from the thing. It's like, oh, yeah, this is your wife. Cool. Let's go into my mom's tent. Mm. Like, there was no public, from Isaac's perspective, anyways, obviously from the server's perspective. Yeah. He had gone, he had done all of these things. But as she soon got the as. piercing Isaac, and everything. Yeah. As soon as Isaac sees it, cool. Yeah. Let's go do the thing. Yeah. Um, taking her into his mother's tent and so there wasn't that and for me that stands out um mm. we don't we don't quite know in terms of abraham we don't quite know everyone before that we don't quite know in terms of how that happened um mm. um even if like noah and his wife and them and there we don't quite know how that how that happens we just know that these were their wives we don't quite yeah mm. understand mm. so yeah it's it's like and 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 moving forward, I think in terms of whether I will hold to these traditions, firstly, I didn't do it, so it will be very hypocritical for me to be like, yo, you need to do this traditional. Uh, no, but no, but you didn't do it because you're the guy, but but you got a daughter. So with her being the daughter, wouldn't would that then mean that you would do it because I would I wouldn't require her to do to do a traditional. Um so quick quick question, Mo. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't require of your daughter to do traditional. Mm-hmm. Would you participate if your son went to marry someone who required a traditional? Yeah, I would. And then wouldn't you feel like you're shortchanging your daughter? Like if one counts <laughs> well, before the other. If I, I would I would I would make them out like this is this is your wedding. So if you want a traditional then I will support you. I'd like find out the ins and outs and how things need to be done and blah, blah, blah. Because um, I, I don't know how things are meant to be done. So I'll try to find out how things are meant to be done, try to get the right people involved to be able to do those things and make it um, official. Um, but if you don't want to get it done, then cool. I, I, I'm, I think I am very, I'm very relaxed and I, because I think my emphasis is more so on the content than on the container Mm. if that makes sense so like the state of your of your relationship as opposed to how big your wedding is or how you go about Mm. doing the wedding Mm. um so yeah that that would be my main concern or the thing that i look to the most um and yeah i think i would very much just be like 
you you can do a traditional if you want from a from for the girls you can do a traditional if this is something that you like to do then yeah like let's let's make it happen for the guy if if you're marrying this girl and you want to do it cool let's do this um but you better start saving up now car or all of the things that she's asking for you're gonna pick up talking um yeah quick question to you guys um when it comes to the definition of your culture, because well, let me let me ask the question first. What informs the definition of your culture, if not the um, the cultures of the parents and and the um, the the country of origin? Um, because there's a, there's a big push nowadays, not nowadays, but there's a big push like for. Um, the black identity to be recognized mm. but what is the black identity if not rooted in Africa man's turning Marcus Garvey on us <laughs> I didn't even see that coming <laughs> so, so as you were speaking like the, the, the thing that came to mind is that when I think of the culture that's been passed down from my parents that's mm-hmm. stuff like you know calling your elders auntie and uncle is um not giving things with your left hand (laughs) that was always funny (laughs) it's that kind of thing that's still a thing (laughs) my mom gets vexed when like her grandchildren try to give her something with their left hand and i'm like mom she's only five she doesn't understand (laughs) yeah Mm. so you've got that side but then you know growing up in london there's a whole other culture, you know, mm. like back in the day, you wouldn't go to certain ends um, if you weren't from there. Mm. Um, you wouldn't, um, you know, it, it's the slang, it's the way you like speak to girls, it's the way you feel about police. Even, even if you never interact with police in, in your life, <laughs> mm. <laughs> police are the ops. <laughs> and so, yeah, so like, it's almost like, a mixture of the two is like where you came from mixed in with where you are now and that changes from where you move to you know like uh, like if you go like i'm like when you go um to a job the culture might change to you know every friday we go down to the pub have have a couple pints Mm. um (laughs) can can i can i point out something though of the two sort of sources that you, you described, one was, you know, maybe extreme respect and, you know, fairly arbitrary uh, rules regarding, you know, etiquette. The other was essentially violence, um, not going to other people's ends, the police. I don't necessarily think that black folk talk to girls in the most respectful of manners. No, nope. <laughs> you're my size. <laughs> <laughs> what does that does, is that indication of anything or I'm not saying, is that just coincidence i'm not saying that it's right i'm just saying that's how it is you know mm. for for the middle class guy raised in uxbridge you know <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know if Oxford is, is, is like middle class area, but it's the uh, first I middle class, yeah. You know, like even if he's black, his black experience will be different based on mm. where where he is. There may not be that violence. There may there may be you know 
um, Saturday nights sniffing cokes of coke, um, sniffing lines of cocaine, you know, with the mandem. A little bit <laughs> of Charlie. It. Trust me, horse tran- tranquilizer and things. Because <laughs> they've just got that lying around on the horses that they keep, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, it's so crazy to me that, that people actually. What, what, what's that even called? Is it MD, MDMA? I think that is where people are legit taking horse tranquilizer. For real. As as a record as a record recreational drug. drug. Yeah. Anything to escape. Anything ah. to escape. Yes. Yeah. So 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 I, I think culture is culture is what what will you get from home and mm. and. Uh, like it doesn't always have to be the, the, the like rules thing. It's like you know, among us, if you got food, you're invited. Mm-hmm. Again, it's, it's positive things though. Do you see what I'm saying? But yeah, no, I see. I see the point you're making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are all, but 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 there are like lots of negative things um, mm. in like Ghanaian tradition, mm. um, even, even like, in like Japanese work culture or Chinese work culture, mm. where. Mm. Doctors are like there's there's stories of like a doctor passing out because he was so exhausted and stuff like that, um, and again these things are I think for the most part people like to believe that um, traditional culture is almost steeped in honor mm-hmm. and like uh, respecting elders and stuff like that. Um, oh, I've got it. I've yeah. Got it. The difference being is the culture with the kids. That is the culture that we are creating as we go along. Okay. As opposed to, uh, as opposed to culture that's that's like being brought um, as like given down Passed to down. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay. so it's, it's like we're making our own, and mm. unfortunately, we're going to make a lot of negative mistakes to begin with. Mm. And but 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 then as we grow up, we 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 mature, we like throw away some stuff, keep some of the good stuff. Stuff like um, you know, making sure you've always got your boys back. Um, making sure that you be faithful if you're in a relationship. Hopefully, mm. if you're, um, but the, but but the things about like the kind of jokes we we like thought were acceptable back then, mm. nah, mm. it's, it's not funny anymore. Well, <laughs> it's so not that, funny. People are just more sensitive. Yeah, yeah. Feels no, <laughs> like let's clarify. Yeah, and so I think, and then that culture that like we've created. Is what we trickle down into the youngers to could come after after us, and then they will um, infuse their own personality into it, and so they mm-hmm. get their new culture that's based on our culture and um, before us. Yeah. There's almost this this sense of like um, for the for like the honor bound cultures and stuff, you don't question what was handed down, you kind of just accept it, and it's like, well, this this is this is it. Um, you accept but, it, but then again, you are when it's your turn to pass it down to your children, you're not going to pass everything down from the parents. No, like there are some traditions where it's literally handed down. Apparently, there's there's this, um, I believe there's this um community in Russia, this it's like this really cold, snowy part of Russia. Um, where they still live the way they lived centuries ago, and mm. they've it's, it's, they're they're described described as being frozen in time, where like the way that they go about everything is is still the way they had done it, 
um, back then and so like they had handed down traditions like word for word almost um, like the Amish people yeah and and there's like there's been stuff that my parents have said to me and I've kind of challenged it and they're just like well this this is just how like just essentially yeah. this is just how it's been or this is how, what they've been taught and they haven't necessarily interacted with it critically they've just accepted it and passed it down um not saying that they've passed down everything but there are things that are almost been like codified and just handed down as 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 this as this tone but we're more and more so moving into a space where people are really challenging and pushing back on on ideas and thoughts and stuff like that obviously there's this there's a cycle during um, teenage years where we do that anyways. But I think we're doing it more and more so now, even when we're rethinking what marriage is, we're rethinking what gender is, where we, th- mm. and this is all happening within this, this, um, this time and space. Um, With that, I think there's, there's, there's also been a shift to people being more individualistic, mm-hmm. which has its pros and its cons. Mm. Um, it's based on you to, to decide whether the pros outweigh the cons or vice versa. Mm. I think personally that the, the cons outweigh the pros. Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And I, I think, I think with, with most things, what, what I had realized um, back in the day is the old, like this is gang culture again, the olders will push the envelope. And when the youngest then come in, this is now the standard and then mm. they push it even more and then when they become older that's the standard and the youngest come and try to push that so when we were young like guns were reserved for the ogs it was fist fights that became standard so knives started coming out when i was young mm. and then it was mostly knife stuff and still guns were reserved for the ogs but now it's like any man can just wave wave a tool around um this is like a far extreme but sometimes culture almost needs to implode before it can be re-established mm. it almost needs to get to a breaking point to recognize that oh actually we've pushed the envelope a bit too much let's backtrack um almost like the swinging pendulum type thing um so yeah, course, i think uh, Mm, sorry, it's okay. I was going to say it was in terms of culture and tradition. I do, I, as Robert was saying, I do believe that culture is mostly learned vi- almost via osmosis, mm. just by virtue of the space that you're in at home, outside. You just pick up certain nuances. You pick up how to walk, how to like, how to talk, how to do all of these things just by just by virtue of being in an environment, and then you fold into it, almost agreeing to these norms. Um, and then as you grow up, you either start to push back or you just accept it for what it is. Um, and yeah, I think we're moving more and more so towards pushing back and testing the waters and stuff. So I've got I've got a random theory. I just want to throw it out there because we, we've like we're ten minutes away from an hour. Um, but just by what you guys were saying, um, and the, I think more well, the Russian people that you mentioned are almost frozen in time. Mm-hmm. Here's my thesis. Culture is defined, or culture can be defined by virtue of the physical, um, uh, the, the geographical location that you're in. And so, you know, 
the culture of people that live in a very cold place will normally be quite, you know, they're, they're, the things that define their culture in terms of clothes would be quite warm, mm. the food would be based on what's available, etc. Um, is that a factor or is that to blame for why maybe the culture of black folk displaced from a country of origin is mostly hostile because they are in hostile environments. And so with the examples that you mentioned, you know, the, the gangs and, and, you know, fist fights and, and stuff like that, um, both here and in America and, and wherever there are, like, black folk displaced from um, where they would ori- originate from, which is Africa, is the fact that they are in hostile environments maybe to blame for why the culture is normally reminiscent of that like i think of soul food being the parts of the food that the mass and them lot wouldn't eat you know and being the unhealthy parts and stuff like that is is you know that's what's my thesis is is or not thesis but that's the question i'm asking is could could that be a a factor in and why black culture is the way it is yeah i think so i think that because we were forcefully displaced Mm. um we just had to learn how to survive um anywhere we could and so and so we've always been on the defensive Mm. um even when we you know made our small pocket communities um white person so hey you guys are doing a bit too well let's Mm. go and cause some 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 disruption Mm. um and i think that's why yeah no other culture Maybe the like Latinos and stuff, but but like not to the same extent to black people. Mm. Why we are antagonized, like, mm. and I think that because it's like slavery was was quite a recent phenomenon, or well, like black slavery was was quite yeah, a recent phenomenon yeah. in in yeah. like in like history. So, um, yeah, like not too long ago we weren't even seen as human. We didn't have mm. the same rights as people. Mm. Rights. Mm. Um, we were bought as, as as like stock and cattle. We, 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 like, we were bred. Yeah. It's the same yeah. way people breed horses. Mm. Mm. And so, yeah. And so, even, even though people today may see us as human or like as human as they are, there's still that hostileness that will make you cross the road if you see a black person it'll make mm. you clutch your handbag like a little bit closer and, mm. and like even be like between other black people there's that thing where if you see like a black person coming towards you you like you like get ready because like because yeah. like, like, everyone's still trying to survive almost there's still that yeah yeah yeah, no. yeah just a random thought that came through but but as a result of all of that, we've been able to create so much, and we almost we in spite so, of all of that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. and like in a lot of things, we define what the culture is or, or like what mm. pop, pop, popular culture is, mm. which I think is well great. nowadays, nowadays, yeah. In fact, we've been doing it since like rock and roll times. Yeah, but not under, not under, not, not presented by black people if that makes sense like yeah. yeah we're doing it in rock and roll times but it was elvis that you know they followed if that makes sense yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. But now they're following y- Lil Yatty. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Little who? <laughs> y- Yatty. I don't even know who that one is, bro. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But then even in that, there's still, at times, like, colorism at play and all yeah. of that jazz. And so, again, there, but there's still a ways to go. Um, yeah. But, yeah. All right. Let's do hookups. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I'll go first. Uh, and this hookup is, is legit fresh off the press. Today being Friday. Um, without remorse. Michael B. Jordan's new movie on Prime. Um, oh. It looks, it's Tom Clancy, so the guy that brought um, Splinter Cell and stuff like that. It looks, it looks dope. It looks dope. So yeah, without remorse is out today. Go and watch that. Oh. I know, I know Sarah's watching it since we since we shouted her out. Shout out Sarah again. Uh, she's watching Shout it now. Shout Sarah. So I'm, I'm going to be watching that scene as well without remorse, oh. and you can watch it legitimately because it's on Prime. If you have Prime, that is. Like, you know, times be hard. Times be hard. <laughs> fair point. Fair point. Yeah. Um, my hookup is an album, Red, by Neo. Oh, are you just? <laughs> I've an album I've listened to. Oh uh, no, 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 fam. I'm a big Neo fan, but like this came back in in circulation um a couple days ago, so I was like, ooh, mm. there's a couple bangers on there. That's fun. That's the Actually, first time I think uh, we've we've agreed on something musical. So there you go. Oh yeah, that's actually it's yes. Oh, stress reliever. Oh, I love that song. Unconditional. That's a very nice song. Uh, Miss Wright is on that, isn't it? Miss Wright. Miss Wright. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> they don't make yeah. them like you no more. I love mm. that one. Okay. Cool. Uh, uh. Alright, well Moses is not here. <laughs> Mo got Mo got taken out because uh little one's awake, so Mo had to run off. Had to run off. But uh, yeah. But we'll hold it down still because that's what we do. <clears throat> so okay. um shout to Root for the intro and outro music, comment yep. on for the ordinary and razor logo. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter at Defense UK. You can email us at tbsfurnace.com, Instagram, tbsfurnace Find us at soundcloud.com forward slash Blacks Furnace no apostrophe on all good podcasts, websites, and apps. Blacks Furnace with an apostrophe. That's it. Yeah. Cool. Thank you guys. 